I'm talking about one of my favorite topics, and that's bowling. And Tom Shannon is with us, founder, CEO of Bolero Corporation, coming live from the New York Stock Exchange. A debut bowl is the ticker symbol. This is amazing. I was reading through the story. We were just talking about getting a dilapidated bowling alley in the late 90s, and you've turned this into a worldwide global behemoth with record sales and raising guidance. What's going on here? I love your enthusiasm. So that dilapidated bowling alley I bought 25 years ago next month was doing a million dollars a year and losing money when I bought it. And by repositioning it, we took it to $15 million a year, one bowling alley. And we took that DNA, that playbook, and we started expanding across the country. We started building and then we bought in big chunks and now we have about 320 locations in North America. We're uh, eight times number two globally and yet because the U.S. bowling market is so fragmented with about 3,500 independently owned and operated centers remaining, we only have about 7% market share in the U.S. So we can continue to grow for years and years buying existing centers and building new ones. It's a great business. And when I think about this, I think the fact that you talked about penetration just being so, so limited at this point, you, it sounds like you have a sea of bowling alleys to choose from. Because I was going to ask you, is this becoming like the housing market where there's a shortage of houses at this point, but it doesn't seem to be the case at all. You have a lot of bowling alleys to take over. Sure do. And the average age of the proprietors, those independents, is in the 70s. And so they're at a natural point in their careers where they're looking to exit and we're a cash buyer, so it's, it's a perfect fit. And then we're building new, and the centers we've built new, and we've built about 10 new ones in the last couple of years, have dramatically outperformed our existing uh, portfolio average and the industry average. So uh, between building and buying, I think we can get this to 700 locations in North America in the next five or so years. What is it about a SPAC that was very attractive to you versus an IPO or direct listing? And this was the way you chose to go. Why? Well, when we made the decision, SPACs were super hot. I mean, I won't lie. It's no secret. SPACs have got, got really cold, and it was a struggle uh, to convince people to look at the company and its fundamentals uh, and not the structure. We could have easily gone the IPO route or the direct listing route. Um, what people don't understand is that this is a real business coming up on 25 years. Next year, we're projecting to do roughly 900 million in revenue and in the neighborhood of 300 million of EBITDA. So this isn't a startup. This isn't a, a, a dream. This is reality. And it's a very, very profitable company with a 25-year track record of profitability. The SPAC was just the vehicle to get us public. But as you say, it could have been either of the other two options as well. Right, 70 million people bowling each year. Um, a lot of participation there, even with COVID, uh, what they were doing at the bowling alleys in Long Island, they would book one of every four. Uh, you made it through that scene? Yeah, well, that was tough, but we survived it. And uh, what happened is when we reopened, we found business was better than ever. So our centers were routinely doing better than 20% higher than they were in 19. The retail business came back unbelievably strong. And by retail, I mean the walk-in business as opposed to events and leagues. Events and leagues also mm -hmm. started to come back to the point where last month, our event business actually comped up over 19. We comped for the first time since COVID. 
So the company's really hitting yeah. on all 12 cylinders. It's, it's a fantastic uh, time to be in our business. It's an amazing model. So you have events and leagues, so that'll be recurring revenue. Uh, there's always food. There's the bowling itself. Uh, I don't know. Maybe there's bowling balls. There's arcades. Is there, are all of these things part? Where, what's the biggest money maker in the bowling world? So I'm glad you asked, and this is the best part. About two thirds of our revenue is bowling games and shoe rental. There is no cost mm. of goods sold to a game of bowling or shoe rental. So think about it. Two thirds mm. of our revenue has no cost. So you're never and that's right. Why we have a yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's so they'll keep coming back. Margin. Look, I know you have to go. You, I know you have to go, but I have to ask a key question. What's your average, Tom? I want to know what your bowling oh average, average is because you know. I'm really good. I'm like a 135. I can bowl at 135. Well, hey, that's, that's pretty good. You must have grown up bowling, I'm guessing. No, tell me. I mean, you must be a great bowler at this point. Do you bowl? Uh, I do bowl. Of course I bowl. I'd say I'm 160. I'm pretty good for an amateur. Oh, okay. All right. That sounds pretty good. I guess we both have some room for growth in our bowling scores, but uh, I, I'm sure you're extra busy these days just opening one, one new alley after another or refurbishing some. Great to see you, sir. Happy holidays. I hope you continue success, and I can't wait to chat in the new year. Thank you so much. Thank Congratulations. You so much. Happy holidays yeah, to you. Yeah, Tom, nice, Thank you. nice to talk with you. Tom Shannon, founder and CEO of Bolero Corp. Go bowling over the holidays.